so much for joining me for another one of our Marketing Wins episodes. Today, I have my friend and colleague, Sean Teasley here, and um, she is so fun to be with. I know you're going to enjoy today's interview. So Sean, thanks so much for being here. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So we actually know each other from being in a mutual social media kind of industry group and mastermind, if you will. And then we've also worked for many years together on a mutual client. And so, um, yeah, it's just been really fun to get to know you and your expertise and, and also just to hear every time we catch up, just where you've taken your business. And, um, so if you don't mind, just give people a little bit of background about what you do with social tonic, what your focuses are and, um, how you're serving people in the industry. So it's fun. Yeah. As Valerie said, we share one client and that always keeps us connected on a monthly basis. And I own Social Tonic, which is a marketing consultancy. Uh, We focus on social media. However, once clients come to us with their social media needs, they're usually looking for a little bit of help in their email marketing, email campaigns, newsletters, um, blogging, just like their in general SEO. So I also handle those areas as well. And I do social reporting at events. That's great. And you also have recently gotten into doing a little bit more around like beyond just the done for you stuff, but you've started branching out into doing some more training as well. Correct? Yeah. So I started in a four month package where I go on take on the social media for the first month, prove the concept, create the strategy, and then month two, train either the owner or somebody in the company, um, admin, um, whoever it might be, on what is going to happen for um, their social media moving forward. And there's an entire content calendar and strategy behind everything that we're doing. Month two, they then learn everything. And then month three, they learn it again. And then month four, they try it on their own. And I'm there to be their training wheels and proofread and everything for them. That's great. Um, That's great. Yeah. I love that you have broken out into that. And it's interesting. Um, you are somebody that has truly adjusted, um, adjusted your strategy, especially in line with, um, like what happened with COVID. Like, I remember like (laughs) we had like a catch-up meeting with our mastermind, like shortly after COVID hit. And you came in saying that like majority of your clients left or disappeared overnight. Everything went with COVID. And I, at the time I was in Berlin, um, traveling with the client and it was the week COVID hit and I got home, uh, two days before the border closed. And so it was just, fortunately you got back, right? (laughs) Yeah, I got back. (laughs) Uh, and yeah, COVID hit my business really hard. I, have a lot of clients in the travel industry and specifically travel technology industry. And so when COVID hit, everything stopped. I mean, we all stopped traveling. So it was, we need to put our budgets on hold. We don't know what we're doing. I also work with a lot of clients that are in Europe, Mm -hmm. like wait to see, like what are their governments regulating and what are things going to be happening over there too? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. And and I think, you know, like you sharing about having all this this training package and like doing some of these other things, 
when I think about how you responded to everything like vanishing overnight in your business, I think the fact that you've expanded and diversified your approach um, not only speaks to the fact that you have this amazing experience working with clients. So it's, it makes sense that you have other avenues to promote things on, but, um, but also just that you are willing to adapt and um, serve people in different ways. You're not stuck in like, this is the only way I work with clients. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's at our nature, right? We're doing creative things. And so we need to do creative things with our businesses. What are the avenues that we're going to bring money in? How can we be creative ourselves? Um, not just for our clients and that. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. This is, it's, I, I, I just really admire the way that you've, you've built some of this stuff up. So, oh, um, thank you. yeah, <laughs> well, amazing. When travel did come back, then I had all these referrals, right? Because I have a great name specifically in, um, the travel tech side of things. Um, and then referrals just started rolling in as everybody started ramping back up for the seasons. Yeah. That's great. Wow. Um, so tell me a little bit, um, you don't work just in travel, correct? Like you have some clients in some other areas. One of those is our mutual client. Mm -hmm. Um, and, some of it, like, at least with, with that client, they're in like the construction materials business, um, right. architectural which... services and products. And if you guys don't know, Valerie <laughs> has a background in architecture. What? Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. And then I also do a lot just with in general events and events that are specifically geared towards like professional development for individuals mm-hmm. um, that are trying to like level up their service or level up their skills or services or their business. Those are the events that I come in and either help um, promote getting mm-hmm. into sales for, or then also being on site, creating the FOMO. If you weren't there, you know, at this event, you better be at the next event. Too. Right. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because like with my architectural background, like I've been helping with a little bit of the longer form content for this, this architectural services client and you do the social. And I, as a result, I've followed a lot of the social media content. Um, and I just, I'm always not shocked, but I'm a little shocked that they get so much engagement with such a, you know, buttoned up, more serious product. Like it's not one of the flashy, shiny objects that you typically see on, um, you know, like TikTok or Instagram or whatever. It's not like that. <laughs> their stuff is very technical. Their stuff is very, um, it's just more professional. Yeah. And it's base layer. We're talking about things that are going to improve the um, durability, improve the energy efficiency of a home or a building. I mean, it's, it's not sexy, but it's super important Mm -hmm. to the construction and the architecture firms that are working on these buildings themselves as well. And so it's interesting. Yeah. The client that we share Last month, um, I was sending out their newsletter, which they just send out a monthly newsletter. They had a 42% open rate on that newsletter, which is so awesome. It's not a huge newsletter. It's a very technical thing. Um, it's the base of the company, their sales and a 42% open rate. And they have people who respond 
to this mass email to the, which is, you know, coming right back to the owner of the company. Yeah. And it's, Hey, that was so great this month. I really appreciate whatever project was being spotlighted or the type of, um, construction, what do we call it? Um, principles that were being used and things like that. Yeah. That's, I mean, 42% from anyone Mm -hmm. is phenomenal. In today's age, like for the mass broadcast email programs to get 42% is, I mean, that's pretty stellar. Mm -hmm. So let alone in something that's a little bit more serious. Right. And to honestly, to get a reply for somebody to hit the reply button and send a response back. I mean, that just speaks so highly. I mean, I think part of it is just the culture that they've created with their network. Right. You know, people know that it's, that they're putting the owners actually put time and care and attention into what they're putting out there. But you You also have skill and trait and things. Yeah. I mean, they take it seriously. Um, But also I think just the fact that um, like you have done such a good job too, of helping guide them with the content flow, if you will, um, and how to make their content that is so serious and technical to make it interesting for social media. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm interested in just from like a, someone scrolling on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I stop and pay attention to it. I don't do that with many other uh, architectural products these (laughs) days. (laughs) Well, and it's so interesting too. There's the shift and we're both in Colorado. This company Mm -hmm. is in Colorado as well. So um, there are a lot of different, uh, regulations and things that are happening with different min- municipalities and things too. So it's in the forefront. And as homeowners, it's things that we were like, okay, how can I improve this? How can I improve the efficiency? Oh, I'm thinking about getting solar, but if mm-hmm. I do solar, does this actually really help? And yeah. there, there, that this is a really good example of adding a little bit of humor, a little bit of like kitschiness. Mm-hmm two things in a sense, like we could be speaking only to the experts here. Right. But we speak a little bit more lower level so that we can get homeowners and we can get people who are like in that dreaming phase of thinking, Oh, I want to build a house. I want to build a cabin out in the mountains, but you know what the climate out there, I'm going to really have to pay attention as I start building out there because it's, drastic or, you know, there's a lot of wind up in the mountain and things. Um, so speaking to the right or speaking to a little bit more of a general audience has really helped us as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, and I've appreciated it. I mean, because like, yes, I've got the background, but the fact that you can, I can use my technical information and my technical knowledge, but translate it, if you will, Mm -hmm. into something that anybody could, you know, find uh, you know, digestible or understand like that to me is, is fun. Um, I get to dabble a little bit in my past with architecture, but I also, I mean, that's what I do. And I mean, you do the same thing with social media, with any client. It's so much about like translating their internal lingo Mm -hmm. into something that is going to be interesting for people on social media or just that to the outside public eye. So um, you're doing a great job with that. And I really, mm-hmm. really enjoy seeing all the content and they're, they're a fun one too, to work with. So, 
Um, yeah. I mean, if you were to give anyone advice that was, is working in something like that, that is more technical, that is more buttoned up, what would you, what would you say to them of like, how do you help make that, those brands approachable on online or in the public space, in the public sphere? I think just breaking it down to the raw elements, right? So mm-hmm. like I was saying, we're looking at something that is, it, when we get the professional photos back uh, from a, a brand new house that's been being built in the mountains, you can't see the majority of the products that are being used. And right. so it's use it's getting photos in the building process to say, okay, this is where it's so important. And this is where you layer this in at this point during the construction phase so that you have this airtight experience in your home, which like also creates um, a quiet, like lovely environment for you Mm -hmm. as well. So it's really bringing them in to the phase in where it is important and Mm -hmm. not just the end result. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, to that comment there, I mean, so many people, whether they have products that are getting hidden behind walls or not, just thinking and being proactive about getting that like in process mm-hmm. behind the scenes look is so important, whether it's an event or, you know, it's a product or it's uh, a team that's working on a service. Like that's the kind of stuff that people love seeing on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to see those like process or before and after type you know, transformations, after, the behind the scenes, here's what it really looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you seeing now to jump back over to the travel industry, you know, cause th- I know that's picked back up for you. Mm-hmm. What are you seeing now that everyone's passed, you know, the, the little slump that happened with COVID and, and things are picking back up. What are you seeing trend wise with what they're, what's working on social versus not? Um, I think in a sense, like, so one of the um, clients that I've recently taken on uh, in my training package is um, an inn in the Caribbean that they really wanted to make the change from just relying on the OTA, the online travel agency mm-hmm. type of booking. So like a booking.com or an Expedia or a TripAdvisor type booking. They want people to come directly to their website. Mm-hmm. So this is huge across all segments of travel. They want direct bookings. If it's you're offering a walking um culinary tour of downtown whatever or you offer a beer um brew hop kind of tour yeah or if you have an airbnb or if you have an inn they want the direct booking so that they can stop having to pay all of the fees that are associated with these online travel agencies so like with this package that i had just walked one of um, my clients through is they realized as soon as they started doing social media their direct bookings went up and then they were paying less in fees to the online travel agencies. So that means more money for them, right? Yeah. And then because I trained their um, co-owner how to do it, it's now a tool and a skill that she has because mm. she has the template, she has the strategy, everything is available to her. And so yeah. she made the investment and then now she can fulfill it as she keeps going along. But they, yeah, they were actually just showing me some charts from their bookings over the last uh, five months. And it's a 
direct correlation of what we started to do on social. Because when people are, when travelers are going to like do some of their research, they're going to Instagram and they're following different hashtags. So they're following the location pin to see like, oh, what's happening on the island? Well, when you're um, offering other um, expertise and content that's not just about the inn that you own, yeah. but you're showing like, where are the best beaches or where is that exotic swing that's hanging from the palm tree? Mm. So that I can get that Instagrammable photo too. Yeah. But when you're offering that type of content and that relatable um, expertise, then they're going to come over and look and see, yeah. oh, this is a place that they really take care of their, their guests and they really will help me have the best experience. Yeah. So it's the, the fine touches. And then also um, from the business owner side of things, it's how do I get the direct booking? Yeah, that's great. Wow. Well, um, as you have been obviously innovating here in the last few years yourself with your own business. Are there any things that you've done to position your brand on social media in a more uh, innovative way or different way than you did before COVID? <laughs> this is the funniest question or like this idea is so funny to me because it's that age old experience of we service ourselves last. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Although I know that your marketing is much better than mine. <laughs> um, I see you on LinkedIn all the time. However, <laughs> I feel like mine needs a little bit more help, but it's that idea of, it reminds me when I sit down to do content every month, how it's so awkward to do it for yourself. And then I'm constantly reminded like, yes, this is exactly why people hire me to do it for them because oh, I can so do good. the shout outs and say, oh, so-and-so is blazing the trail and they're doing such a great job at this. But as an outsider, it's fun for me to spotlight and feature and do all those fun things. But when you're doing it about yourself or even your own employees, it, it feels different yeah. when you have this outside voice that comes in and is positive and warm and wants to like do all the tagging and all the celebrating and things. It's a beautiful thing. And yeah. it just, it reminds me when I have to do it for myself. Yeah, of course people hire me to do this for them because it's so awkward to do it for myself. I love that you just worded it that way because that is so true. Um, yeah, it's very awkward to do some of that stuff for yourself. Very awkward. So, and you get that, brain fog or the like, the, I have caption block. <laughs> or you're just too close to the project, you know, yes. like you're too close yes. to the material to really look at it objectively. You know, mm -hmm. you need that third party set of eyes to say, yeah, these are the things that are, that are sticking out about your brand that other people might care about. So um, this is what we need to toot the horn about because this is exciting. And yeah. when you're in this, like the sludge of it over and over, you don't, you don't see always the excitement because you're like, yeah, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. And so as you, cause you've built this business up from the start, you had to rebuild it after COVID. Um, you've done a lot of cool things with your career here in marketing. Um, what has been a recent win that you've been excited about? Well, the 
And the most recent win is this one in the Caribbean. One, because I got to f- deal with a lot of fun vacation photos, right? This nice. beautiful um, destination that's very much more on the ecotourism side of things. And then I got to know about it. Yes, I'm going in September in case. (laughs) And then, so that was a big win, right? I can, we can, we can see statistically, okay, as we ramped up our organic social and it's organic, we're not talking about paid as we ramped up organic, we can see the direct correlation. The other thing that's been fun is as we all start going to conferences and events, I'm starting to be the social reporter again, which Mm, is so fun to be at the convention center where the buzz is happening. I was just uh, two weeks ago at the um, Project Management Institute Symposium. Mm. And so I'm tweeting about who's on stage and these great quotes from the motivational keynote speaker that starts the day, ends the day, and then what's going Mm -hmm. on, like what's the vibe that's happening in the networking lounge. And that's just fun to be around again as we all start gathering. When's the last time you were at the convention center? <laughs> this was my first time back. It was yeah. fun and exhausting. <laughs> I forget, right? After being, after the, you know, the COVID shutdown, uh, how when you're around over a thousand people in a room, mm-hmm. that energy is exhausting at the end of the day. You're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so if you had one piece of advice to people who are listening about how to go after their next win today in the digital marketing space, whether it's social media, whether it's email marketing, blog content, website content, whatever, what would you go tell people to go do? Well, I'd probably say get up and walk away from your desk. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Anytime that I need to think through something, it's, I will take a walk. I will walk out an idea and being just around a few trees on the sidewalk, you're not at your desk. You're not forced to try to look at a blank Google spreadsheet or a Google um, form or whatever you're trying to fill out, but to walk away and just like get some ideas going. That Mm -hmm. is anytime I need just a little creative boost or something to shift is just take a walk. If it's just like around the block real quick, come back, come back refreshed and then, you know, take another look at it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, no, I I agree. Anytime I need to work through an idea, getting up and out of my desk, it helps, but I always forget (laughs) that that's the thing that I should go do. So Mm -hmm. again, you've just- Little little vitamin D, might as well do it. (laughs) Yeah, you've just verbalized so much in our, our interview here that I- are just reminders I needed to hear. So I'm so grateful for that. And I'm so grateful just for the energy and encouragement that you bring to all the clients that you work with. And every time I talk to you, like that shines through so, so prominently. So thanks so much today for sharing all these little nuggets with, uh, with the listeners here. And uh, if people groundbreaking, but you know, (laughs) it's just reminders, right? Honestly, but but you said some things today that were, you worded them in such a way that I think makes a lot of sense. And sometimes that's where the magic is in just knowing how to reword things. Um, 
you know, in marketing, there's not always a lot of new ideas. It's just respun ideas. Right. So, mm-hmm. exactly. um, that is one of your strengths and I'm, I'm grateful that you shared that today. So, um, if people want to get a, any more from you and continue to learn from your wisdom, where can they find you online? Um, my website is socialtonic.us and you can follow me on LinkedIn at Sean Teasley. Awesome. Well, Sean, thanks so much for joining me today on this interview. Can't wait to share it with the world and uh, look forward to learning even more from you in the coming years. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. If you liked what you just heard, please hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review. That not only helps us out, but it helps others discover great interviews just like this one. 